All right, I'm recording. How much more of the book do we have? Can you look at where the bookmark is? And tell me if we're halfway, more than halfway, or less than halfway. Where is the... Look at the top. See? Yeah, isn't that cool? You can just look at the top and kind of see. So are we more than halfway, less than halfway? What do you think? Is this our page? Oh, oh, oh. No, no, don't rip it. There it is. Okay, so close the book. And look at the amount of pages before the bookmark and after the bookmark. Which has more, before or after? This. The before part? Yeah. And you can tell it's before because the front cover's there, right? Back cover's back there. So have we gone more than halfway, less than halfway? What do you think? Halfway. About halfway? Okay. Yeah. About halfway. Cool. All right. So we are going to welcome back podcast listeners to... Story time with David and Deco. And, and Mommy. No, 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 no. Oh, let me make sure I turn off the thing in case anybody sends us a message. Are you coming? Are you reading? Oh, I'm getting Daco. Okay. So, Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. 20,000 Chapter 10, An Undersea Tunnel. Once Salem was behind us, the Nautilus steered due west across the Arabian Sea. When Ned saw a course on the map, he exclaimed, Professor, we're heading right into the Red Sea, and the Red Sea is a dead end. One day, when the Suez Canal is finished, we'll be able to reach the Mediterranean through it. But the canal is still under construction. Then where do you think Captain Nemo is heading? I said. Who knows where? Answered Ned with a shrug. All I know is we've been prisoners here for three months. It's got to end. Ned, I said calmly, this is not yet the time to think of escape. Perhaps when we get closer to European waters. But Ned didn't let me finish. He left the room muttering, A man can't go on like this, living without his freedom. I looked at the map again. Why was Captain Nemo taking us to the Red Sea when there was no way out but the way we had come in? I had no answers, so I simply made good use of my time observing the sea through the crystal clear waters. I saw marvelous shrubs of dazzling coral and huge rocks covered with the green fur of seaweed. How many new types of colorful fish, flowers, and plants appeared before me? At noon on February 9th, we were cruising on the surface when Captain Nemo came up to the platform. Well, Professor, he said, how are you enjoying the wonders of the Red Sea? The Nautilus is a remarkable boat for such a study, I replied. It certainly is centuries ahead of its time. What a pity that such a secret will one day die with its inventor. Captain Nemo gave me an icy stare, but said nothing. I thought it best to change the subject, so I asked him if he had ever ever been in the Red Sea before. Yes, monsieur, he replied, all the way up the northern end where the Suez Canal is being built. And will the Nautilus be able to use the canal once it's finished, I asked. I'm afraid I cannot risk having the Nautilus seen. However, the canal will be very useful to the rest of the world by connecting the Mediterranean to the Red Sea and then to the Indian Ocean. Your countryman, Monsieur de Lesseps, who is building the canal, is an amazing man. People laughed at him and stood in the way of this project, but his genius finally won. Yes, Captain, I agree, but I still don't understand why we have entered the Red Sea. To reach the Mediterranean, we must go around the entire continent of Africa. That cannot be done in two days, not even by the Nautilus. 
Who said we were going around Africa? Oh, wait. I'm, I read that wrong. Um, to reach the Mediterranean, of course, Professor, which we shall do the day after tomorrow. But to reach the Mediterranean, we must go around the entire continent of Africa. That can't be done in two days, not even by the Nautilus. Who said that we were going around Africa? said the captain, smiling. Well, unless the Nautilus can sail over dry land. Or under it, Professor? Under it? I cried in amazing. Yes, replied the captain calmly. What Monsieur de Lesseps is doing on the land at Suez, digging a passage, nature has already done down the ocean, down below the ocean floor. You mean there's an underground passage at the Suez? Yes, said the captain. I call it the Arabian Tunnel. You see, Monsieur Aronnax, this the land at Suez is covered with sand, but this sand is only 150 feet deep. Below it is a layer of solid rock. In this rock, nature has made a tunnel. I can hardly believe my ears, Captain. How did you ever discover this tunnel? On my early trips to this area, I noticed that the Red Sea and the Mediterranean contained identical types of fish. This made me wonder if the passage, if perhaps there was some passage between the two seas for the fish to get through. If such a passage did exist, the water would have to flow from the Red Sea into the Mediterranean, because the water level is higher in the Red Sea. So, I searched for this passage, and I found it, and traveled through it. And very soon, Professor, you too will travel through my Arabian Tunnel. When I told Ned and Conceal about this tunnel, Ned laughed. I never heard of an underground tunnel connecting two seas, he said. But right now, I'll believe anything that would take us into the Mediterranean and closer to civilization. For then, we might have the chance to escape. On the evening of February 11th, the Nautilus approached the Gulf of Suez. But I think when they're in the Mediterranean... Do squids live in Mediterranean seas? I think so. Then krakens live in Mediterranean Because they're type of squids. Mm. So they will get attacked in the Mediterranean. Well, I guess we'll see, honey. On the evening of February 11th, the Nautilus approached... Mommy, not yes. all squids live in the Mediterranean seas. No, you're right. The colossal squid, for example, doesn't. It lives in... Antarctica. Oh, wow. Really? Wait, a polar bears live. That's amazing, honey. We were cruising on the surface. Um, on February 11th, the Nautilus approached the Gulf of Suez. We were cruising on the surface, and I could see clearly the high mountain known in biblical times as Mount Sinai. It was there that God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Captain Nemo informed me that we were close to the mouth of the tunnel, and the Nautilus was preparing to dive. The tunnel is difficult to enter, he said, so I stay at the helm throughout that part of the voyage. Perhaps, Monsieur Aronnax, you would like to watch from the helmsman compartment as I steer through the tunnel. That I would must be the helmsman. Yeah. I think you're right, honey. I would be very honored, I answered. We entered a compartment about six feet square. Through the thick glass I saw high walls, only a few feet from either side of us. Captain Nemo didn't take his eyes off of these walls for an instant. Soon I heard a strange rumbling sound. It was the sound of water rushing down the sloping tunnel from one sea into the other. 
This current sent the Nautilus shooting forward at an unbelievable rate of speed. For 20 minutes, my heart beat excitedly as the narrow walls of the tunnel sped by. When we gradually slowed down, Captain Nemo finally turned to me and said, Professor, the Mediterranean. That's where mm. most woods live and That is the end of chapter 10. So the next one is chapter 11, Through the Mediterranean. Cool, huh? An underground tunnel, underwater Mommy, tunnel. Mommy, I will make a deal with you. Oh, I'm listening. If you read ten chapters of, <laughs> ten more chapters of that, no more homeschool. No, okay. <laughs> we have to do our math, honey. Then, no. no more reading today, but um, you don't have to do any more reading practice today. But we do have to do our math today. Curses! Oh my goodness. What was that about? Curses. Curses? Do you remember what we were learning about this morning? About how a lot of other people in the world live? And how lucky we are? Do you think that those kids in that place we were studying about have the opportunity to learn math? Probably not. Right? I think red plus red is eight. I think they mean red plus red is eight. I think that they're so busy working when they're kids that they don't get to play that much and they don't get to learn things. And you are so but lucky when you that you an, do. When you're an adult, can you, you get sold to those even when you're an adult? Or are you too old? Well, those weren't people who are sold or or owned or anything like that. Those are people who just live in, they're extremely poor. That's why they sleep on the floor and they they don't have no showers or bathrooms. A lot of places in the world are like that too. So we have to be thankful for what we have and also thankful that we have the opportunity to learn what we're learning, right? And thankful for a break unless you don't want to have a break we can just do math right now (laughs) okay go have your break and then we'll do our math bye podcast listeners